Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast. This show is brought to you by Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings at Walt Disney World. I'm Carrie Hayward, and each week I feature Disney wedding updates, money saving tips, and interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney couples. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am speaking with Julia and Forrest Benfers about their ceremony at Crescent Cove at the Yacht Club with a pre-reception at UK Lockside during the fireworks and a reception after hours at UK Courtyard. I thought you guys would be interested to hear how they chose all these locations and how they planned everything and how it all turned out. So welcome, Julia and Forrest. Hi, how are you? Hey. I am great. Thank you so much for being on the show today. I always like to start at the very beginning and find out how you two decided that you wanted to have your wedding at Disney. It was me. (laughs) I've been going to Disney since I was probably nine months old and always dreamed about it. I think that was one of our second date questions and said, how much do you like Disney World? Because one day this will be my wedding and made the dream happen. (laughs) That's awesome. Now, how did your friends and family react when they found out where the wedding was going to be? Not surprised. I think that friends were thinking that all of them were going to be invited at first, which was obviously the best thing we could have ever wanted. But budget obviously played a major part in that. So we were able to keep it kind of small, quaint with our immediate family, which was great. But nobody was surprised that this was my choice. Our choice, I should say. (laughs) That's good. How many guests did you invite and how many were able to make the trip? So we ended up having a total of 22, I believe it was. It was basically evenly split between Julia's family and my family. So Having it being immediate family like that, I think almost just made it, you know, a bit more special. And personally for me, my last living grandparent was able to come as well. So it was even more special. Oh, that's wonderful. Did you guys set up a room block for your guests? We did. We picked the Yacht Club because of where our ceremony was located. Disney sort of influenced that. And then for the moderate resort for some of our guests, we chose Pop Century because of the Skyliner access to Epcot and to our resort. Oh, great. Now, how did you choose the day of the week and time of day for your event? The days worked out well with the Tuesday just because, you know, in terms of the budget for our wedding, it was on the cheaper end of it based upon, you know, the specifications of the day itself and the things that my lovely wife Julia wanted and then it also just happened to work out that the 16th was the day that I actually asked Julia to be my girlfriend so you know it kind of ended up being a happy marriage of the two things no pun intended (laughs) and I take it the time of day was dictated by the fact that you wanted an after hours event in the UK yeah we we really wanted to have the fireworks the pictures we had seen looked amazing and we had actually come out for julie's birthday in october the prior year and seen the first showing of the fireworks at epcot and they were phenomenal so it just seemed like the perfect thing to do wonderful 
So how did you choose those ceremony and reception venues? The reception part's easy. Julia had her Disney wedding, so the best way to sort of intertwine me into it was, you know, I'm from the UK originally, so picked the, you know, UK part of Epcot to have the reception and cocktail hour. The actual ceremony itself, we went through a few different options with placement and, you know, we ended up coming to Crescent Cove. The view was really, really nice and it was, you know, outside of our hotel as well. So it just worked out perfectly for us. That's great. Did you guys use any outside vendors for the portions of your event where you were able to? Just the photography. How did you choose your photographer? That was chosen from a family friend. She had posted photos about a year before, portraits in the park with her daughters. The big one when we were, I was about 40 days out from our wedding, we started reading just some blogs about the turnaround time on photos with choosing a Disney photographer, and that concerned us a bit. So we just honestly DM'd that same girl who did our friend's portraits asked if she'd be willing to do a Disney wedding. And she agreed. She was free. We were going to be her second in August. And now I know she has many more to come. She's, she's awesome. That's fantastic. How did you choose your officiant? Our officiant is my best friend, cousin. For my side, they're of the 10 and 10, basically, of the 22, is just my siblings. And this was sort of the way to get my best friend, my cousin, involved and give us that special moment just and be there. She's also a Disney fanatic. So this was her living her dream out too. <laughs> Did you add any kind of entertainment to the ceremony or the reception? Yes, we had the string, string tree. And then we also had the major dormer, I think it is, um, come as a surprise to Julia. She didn't know it was coming. And Myself and her mom kind of organized it about like a week beforehand when it coordinated an awesome job of, you know, kind of sneaking that in there for us without her knowing. It was just at the reception itself. Yeah, it was announcing us our first dance and announcing us as a couple coming in and, and our cake as well. So, you know, Julia, when she first heard the voice count rolled eyes, it's like, oh, my God, you guys didn't. Did you have a DJ? We did not. Because there was only 22 of us and because of the timing, it would have delayed our reception back a little bit further, too. So we just stuck with a string trio. Ah, that's interesting. So you were able to start a little bit earlier because you didn't have to wait for the park to completely clear to have amplified entertainment. Yep. Got it. Okay. Do you have any menu items or cake flavors you would recommend? We loved the carrot cake. Hands down, we did two tiers for our wedding cake. One was, I think, churro, and then the other one was carrot cake. And we did the taste testing back in October. Got it from the Grand Floridian, did it, sat on, on Main Street, and, and did our wedding cake taste testing. But definitely the carrot cake, it's actually in my parents' freezer right now to hold for our first anniversary. She somehow brought it home from Orlando, flew it to Philadelphia. She's amazing. <laughs> Any menu items you would recommend from your reception? I can recommend an item from our cocktail. One of our favorite things in the park at Animal Kingdom is the cheeseburger pod bow buns. We managed to 
talked to the head chef when we came to do our food tasting and he said yep no problem i'll talk to animal kingdom and see what we can do to get that over for you guys so it was really great to have that was it spare ribs as well the short ribs short ribs yeah those were really really good as well but i can say overall everything was absolutely incredible that's fantastic did you guys add a dessert party or a welcome party to your event we did we added a welcome party the day before in Animal Kingdom at Tamu Tamu. It was dessert party, the fixed menu. I would say right after the park, it was like six to eight. And then we did a ride mix in with the safari. That's fun. Do you have any menu items you would recommend from that party? I would say my nephews probably ate easily five ice cream bars themselves. And they're, they're two and three. And they enjoyed it. It was fabulous. Definitely super quaint, awesome to honestly go on the safari. It just really was a great kickoff to all the vacations when everybody came down. And we actually treated our guests to the park that day. So that was a lot of our guests' first time even being in Disney World. It was great. Oh, that's a great idea. Can you give my listeners a timeline of how the wedding day ran? So the girls' day, I feel like, started a lot sooner because we take more time to get ready. So I'll, I'll give the meat and potatoes of this all. 9 a.m. steamers were at our door to start steaming our gowns and tuxes. Forrest is already on the golf course because he golfed the day of our wedding. 11, our hair and makeup arrived. And I want to say they were super fast, awesome, just on another level of execution. They were out of there around 4.35. I got dressed between 5 and 6. Our photographer was there at 6 in the lobby arranging the first look with Forrest down in Yacht Club. We did all of our portraits pretty much before our ceremony. Our ceremony was at 7.30. So we tried to knock out all the family while we had the daylight because that was key because we knew we would be a little bit of slower trying to migrate over to Epcot before then. So ceremonies at 7.30, it was done around 8. They ushered us over to, through the International Gateway, I would say around 8.15, we were in the lockside, watched fireworks till around 9.15, 9.30. They brought us over to our ride mix-in as guests were exiting the park. Had to be around 10. This is where the forest might kick in because my memory is a blur of the rest of the night. <laughs> then, um, yeah, then I know some, I'd say around 10, 30, 11, we ended up back in the UK courtyard. And that's really when we started our speeches, our dance, everything. And it went on until around one. And we were back by two. It was long. <laughs> <laughs> what ride did you do for your ride mixing? We actually chose Frozen originally, and I would say right after the fireworks ended, Disney told us, hey, the ride broke down. We were like, not a big deal. We already had known the only other two options were Soren or Ratatouille, Remy's Ratatouille. So we ended up just picking Remy's Ratatouille for proximity and the photos. Oh, that's great. Mm -hmm. So when you guys were planning, what were some of the most important aspects where you focused your attention or your budget? What I will say is we managed to get everything we, we really wanted and that was important to us. So the spot for the ceremony, the spot for our 
uh, reception and cocktail hour, you know, all worked out, you know, very, very well for us. I don't really have any complaints on that about you. Yeah, I would say as we were going through when we met with the floral team, like my primary focus was reception decor, just making sure because that's where you're really going to be there the longest out of the other two compared to the ceremony and cocktail hour. And then photography, because I've seen everything on everybody's Instagram and just sort of narrowed down what I liked and didn't like. And that really drove what I wanted. And then obviously we wanted, I should say. And then then food. We just are big foodies at Disney. So getting some of the special things and having the team work with us within our budget was great. That's wonderful. What aspects were less important where you saved your money or just your effort? ceremony and cocktail decor. Definitely. I will say because if people were to look at our photos, then Forrest maybe can explain this situation of why it would happen. But we originally for our ceremony, only were going to do palm leaves down the aisle. That is it. And then Forrest, I don't know if you want to talk about what happened. We found out about, you know, five days before the day of our wedding that there was actually some construction being done on the lighthouse behind Crescent Cove. Obviously, we got told, like, hey, you know, if this is a big deal, you know, we can just, you know, slide you guys over to, you know, the other side of the pirate trip. You'll still get the view over the water. It'll, it'll still look great. You know, how do you guys feel about that? Well, you know, add in a, an arch, you know, just to, so you have, you know, the same kind of visual scenery for you guys. What ended up actually happening was that we got to the hotel a few days before the wedding and, you know, the... Uh, construction was done there was nothing there so sent a quick message you know to our coordinator said oh didn't realize it was actually going to be done this quickly and you know once again everything just seemed to kind of fall into place and kind of work out for us so I think kind of the big thing you know we would tell everyone is that it's important just to trust the Disney folks and realize that you know they know what they're doing and they're going to try and find the best solution for everyone. That's wonderful. So what ended up being each of your favorite memories of the wedding day? Mine is definitely harmonious. And just spending that time watching our guests, watching the fireworks, just it's like the quintessential Disney aspect. It's everything you dream of. And it's just, I love our photos. I love seeing, like literally seeing our friends and family happy. It's great. And for me, it was the golf. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> my 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 favorite thing, honestly, and you know, it's a little bit cliche. You know, the first look and you know, seeing you know Julia come down the aisles while you know it's kind of like a big culmination of your relationship, and obviously, it's hard to find a more beautiful bride as well. So. <laughs> I don't think that's a cliche. And actually, it's interesting that you mentioned that because often it's the groom who doesn't want to do a first look because they think it's going to ruin the moment of coming down the aisle. Can you talk a little bit about that? You know, seeing Gila walking down the aisle, it's a very surreal thing. And, you know, the the funny thing also is that my two best men who are sitting in the front row, one of them, my best friend from childhood growing up in England, known him since I was a month old. And then my first friend from the US, Carl, were crying in the front row, you know, seeing Julia come down as one. I was trying to hold it together. And I just take a little glance at them. And I was like, oh, here we go. So, you know, I teared up a little bit seeing her again. You know, it's just natural was such a big moment. And, 
seeing the person you love, you know, coming towards you, it takes words out of your mouth, honestly, seeing her. That's fantastic. Did anything go wrong or just not turn out like you expected? No. Like I said, the ride mix-in, but to be honest, that was just, it ended up being a bonus. I would say, looking back, the only thing I would have looked into more would probably be the string trio. It just was not what we thought, or maybe it was the way that it was portrayed to us. I would just say that's a little bit different because there wasn't music constantly playing the entire time during our reception. It was a lot of start and stop, less ambiance. Oh, right, because they have to take those breaks every 20 minutes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay. I'd also say as a little bit of a joke as well, make sure you read your family's uh, speeches that they make or they're within a reasonable time limit. (laughs) Now, was there anything that seemed like a big deal beforehand or you were worried about and then it turned out not to be? We did read some blogs around the music, like the first dance, especially with a musician, a live musician. So we came prepared, had all of the sheet music printed just in case. We had it emailed way in advance, no concerns at all. I mean, we heard him practicing five minutes before he picked it up. It was great. But that was probably the only thing that we heard. But none of that. The team was flawless. Other concern was honestly just weather in general. You know, Florida will be Florida, especially during August. And it rained a little bit, you know, the few days beforehand. So, you know, we were just crossing our fingers, legs, and other appendages, just like praying that it would, you know, turn out to be a sunny day. And that's exactly what we got. Though we might have said towards the end, like, please rain like a little bit because we're dying out here in the heat. (laughs) So is there anything you would have done differently knowing what you know now? I would not have picked August. It was very hot. And August outdoor wedding, there were points where they were fanning us, having towels on us because it was very hot. And you're just outside the entire time. Our guests had the option of being able to go into the bus while we were taking some of our photos from the Remy's Ratatouille and getting over to the UK. We just, I don't know, maybe it was the dress I chose. It was probably 15 pounds, which also didn't help with any of this. But Mm. definitely would say if you're picking a summer wedding, make the reception indoors. Mm. Do you have any other tips or advice for future Disney couples? If budget is your big thing, so we actually use your guide. And I want to say we were off by after the grand scheme of things because you really don't get your final bill and I forget the fancy word they use until like 30 days before and we were within like five percent not even which is great and that that really is because like I said we had two weddings to plan one home that had 150 people and then one here with that 22 that was really our shining moment and to be pretty much that close was awesome oh that's wonderful yes oh and I would say be patient like you read that too, they will answer you. They're not ignoring. Just they have all of these vendors lined up, assuming that you're going all through Disney. It will work itself out. It's just don't nag. Like they will answer. <laughs> well, Julia and Forrest, I think you've offered a lot of great tips and advice for anyone who's interested in getting married at Walt Disney World. And I appreciate your taking the time. Thank you so much. Absolutely. No problem at all. That's our show for today. 
I'm your host, Carrie Hayward, inviting you to join me again next week for another episode of the Disney Wedding Podcast. Past shows and tons of photos for each episode are available on my website, DisneyWeddingPodcast.com, or listen in your favorite podcast app. And for instant answers to all your Walt Disney World wedding questions, check out Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at FairyTaleWeddingsGuide.com.